Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I'll tell you what, that was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. What's up? Welcome to your mailbag. It's going to be a lot of fun today. Adam Azer with Dan Schneier and Jamie Eisenberg. <laughs> We've got important injury updates. Talk to you about Julio Jones, Joe Mixon, PJ Walker maybe getting some reps at quarterback for Carolina. We'll talk to you about the Jets' backfield. That'll be a very brief discussion. Looks like Mike Williams is going to play. Uh, we'll update you on Darren Waller and a couple of lousy starting quarterbacks. And, Jamie, guess what? We've got Dan with another top five or ten list. Is it going to be five or ten, Dan? It's going to be ten. I can't limit this to five. There's too many good ones. All right. It's going to be his top ten TV comedies. Min two really. There's one really hot take, and then there's a second lukewarm take. All right, I've I've actually gone ahead and already guessed it. And okay. I'm going to send it to Jamie before Dan reveals his list. I'm, I think I'm going to get at least half of it. Uh, since you and I are basically the same person, I'm just five years older. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll see. Uh, so, all right, you guys ready? Yeah. All right, let's do it. So, <clears throat> tight ends. We'll start with that. David Njoku and Harrison Bryant are out. So, Austin Hooper is in play. And Darren Waller seems unlikely to play. Jamie, I know you're going to like Bryant. I think you're going to like Hooper rather better than Waller. Where are you ranking Austin Hooper? I don't like Hooper better than Waller. Better than um, Moreau. Jeez, I just woke <laughs> up from a nap. I got to stop napping before the show. You also just knocked yourself off of your video. What happened so. there? You can hear me though, right? We can hear you. All right. Uh, so actually, you. it's probably better. So I'm sure the audience likes this <laughs> a little bit more. Um, I like uh, Hooper better than Kyle Pitts this week. So I would start Hooper over Pitts. Oh, man. I'm so zoomed out right now. Wow. See my vacuum and everything. My, my room. All my decorations on the wall. Okay, uh, I'm back. Joe Mixon expected to play. Matt Rule, a couple things coming out of uh, Panthers world. First of all, Matt Rule talking up Terrace Marshall, rookie wide receiver who hasn't done much, says he looks great right now, so maybe you want to stash him just for fun. And P.J. Walker get, could get some reps at quarterback. Schneier, is this enough to drop Cam Newton in the rankings? In the ranking, sure. I thought you meant drop him altogether. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to be in a deeper league to have him right now in your roster anyway, in my mind. I think he's like the poor man's version of Taysom Hill for what we're trying to accomplish right now. So I'm not too enthused by Cam regardless, even if, even in this matchup. Mm, okay. not That's interesting because he is, uh, you know, flirting with the top 12. So he's 12th for Jamie, 13th for Dave, 12th for Heath. I understand. It's hard not to rank these Konami Code quarterbacks hard. I mean, high, I should say. But you don't even know what one I'm staying away. You don't even know what Konami code is. It's a Rich Rebar uh, creation. It's a. Do you know who Rich Rebar is? Yeah, of course. He's been on the show like six times. Yeah, okay, I was just trying to catch you there. <laughs> that would have been so good. I'm pretty sure it's that it's the old Nintendo thing. Right? Yeah, it's like that. It's like the side, side, get side, all the up, down, up, down, up, down, up, left, up, right, down. left, right. Ba, Some kind of cheat select, code. Start it's Contra code. It's for Contra. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Jamie nailed it. True contract. Um, yeah, I, I'm not worried about this PJ Walker thing. I think it's not going to affect him. Okay, Contra was great. Fun game. <sighs> Julio Jones practiced in full. If he plays, Jamie, where is he ranked? I have him ranked all week where he's playing, so uh, around 30, that receiver. And Mike Williams. Is Mike Williams, for you, Dan, would be a, a top 20 option if Keenan Allen's out? Looks like Mike Williams is going to play. Yeah, it looks like Williams is in, Allen out. He's definitely a top 20 option for me against this Giants team. I feel like they're going to be on offense a lot, so there's going to be a lot of opportunities. Yeah, Mike Lennon starting for the Giants. Davis Mills going to start rest of season for the Texans. Allen Robinson's going to play. David Montgomery practiced in full. Joe Burrow is throwing as <clears> usual. Doesn't seem hampered right now by his little little pinky. And Tevin Coleman is out. Jamie, uh, who's the Jets running back to start? Uh, Ty Johnson probably, but no one, no one who's a must-start guy. Cool. Let's get to our questions. We've got your emails, and we've got your Apple Podcast questions as well, although I only saw one Apple Podcast question. So this is actually a great way to have your question answered on the air. Leave us an Apple Podcast five-star review, please. And, uh, and yeah, and tell everybody why you like the show. Don't just ask a question. And then ask a question, and we'll get it on our mailbag. Sunday, it is an NFL on CBS doubleheader with several huge games that will shape the playoff race. In the early matchups, it's all about division rivalries with the Raiders taking on the Chiefs and the Ravens meeting the Browns. Then a fantastic matchup in Tampa when Josh Allen and the Bills hit the road to battle Tom Brady's Bucks. The action begins at noon Eastern with the NFL today. Great games coming up this weekend on the NFL on CBS. Dan, give me a final score, Bills and Bucks. I actually like the Bucks to roll in this one, so I'm going to go 31 to 17 bucks. Jamie? I can certainly see it. I mean, the Bills have been struggling. They, uh, you know, they get pushed around by physical teams, as we saw against the Patriots, and I think you're going to see uh, Tampa flex their muscles a little bit. So unless Josh Allen can pull out some, some heroics, I think they're in trouble. This Tredavious White injury is going to be a lot bigger than people realize right now with Buffalo. It's going to hurt them the rest of the year. Oh, you didn't hear Adam's joke. Tell your joke again. I don't remember it. What was it? That they scared the Patriots so much they only threw the ball three times. <laughs> I said no. I I didn't. I don't remember what I said. That's a hor- horrible joke. No, it wasn't because it wasn't even a joke. You're I was, expected to deliver more than that. You know, <laughs> I the, didn't the say bar that. is set pretty low, but at least better than that. Jamie just made a bad joke on my behalf. I don't you see said, how that's I, fair. I, I did not say it the right the same way you said it, but that was your joke. Yeah, great I, joke, Adam. Oh, shut up, Schneier. All right. Nailed that one. It's time for some emails here. Uh, This is from, oh, I don't have a name. Sorry. It's from someone. He says, Dear Morgan, Fryer, and Collins. Morgan, Fryer, and Collins. Alex's. No. Jamie, I thought, would be the only one who had a chance at getting this. These are wide receivers on the 1985 New England Patriots. I only know Fryer. Haley Morgan. Irving Fryer must be. Irving Fryer. Oh, you said Fryer. I'm sorry. Oh, you thought I said Pryor? Yeah, I didn't know what you said. Actually, I don't even know. Alex Morgan and Alex Collins. Hmm. Sure, Alex Fryer. All right, PPR League, round one of the playoffs. Oh, boy. Pick two, Aaron Jones, Daryl Williams, Deontay Foreman, Amari Cooper, and Jalen Guyton. Pick two, Jones, Daryl Williams, Foreman, Cooper, Guyton. Uh, Cooper and Jones for me. 
Yeah, it's definitely Cooper and Jones for me. I'm much higher on Jones, I think, than consensus this week. I think that's a perfect game, game script for both Jones and Dylan to eat. Oh, what a great segue. Shane says his favorite podcast episode of the week is The Mailbag. He listens to us on his Saturday morning run. Why Where is does it, he run? Where does he run? Yeah. So far away. All night and day. Why is it an automatic ranking what? of... It's a song, Dan. So is that from that I band ran. you had the ringtone of during college? No, that no. Nobody's ever heard of. Who sings that, Jamie? I ran so far away. Does that know. band know how much you like them? You're like their biggest fan. I hope they are are well aware. Obviously, they're disbanded by now. No one had ever heard of them to begin with. But I hope they know. They're Phantom Planet, you and you're wrong about them. They're, they're okay. decent. Fun. Uh, who who the heck sang? I ran so far away. Uh, some some great '80s band. Why is it? Somebody in the chat, please. Flock of seagulls. Thank you. Uh, why, why is it an automatic Your hair is almost getting flock of seagulls if you let it keep going we're getting a cut tonight why is it an automatic ranking of Aaron someplace or is your wife doing it no Allie's doing it <laughs> why is it an automatic ranking of Aaron Jones over AJ Dillon it's not an automatic ranking Dave has it ranked the other way um, yeah. you know so I think it's just a matter of how you think they're going to you know use both guys how the game will go as, as Dan said the game script I think favors both of them I just think that um Aaron Jones did not do anything to lose his job. And the last game was, I think, more of an indication of not 100% healthy. Game flow didn't necessarily dictate Aaron Jones having to do very much. He should be 100% healthy and should get back to being the lead guy. But I think it's still a 60-40 type of situation. Okay. Dan, I, you said, you, I wanted you to weigh in on it, Dan, because you said that you um, think it's going to be a good game script for both of them to eat. Yeah, I actually have them both as, if I was ranking them, I would have them both as top 12 options. I'm on the Dave side of this, so I slightly give Dylan the edge just because I think it's going to be such a huge lead in that second half that they could kind of just lean on Dylan. Okay. So, uh, I'm sorry. I'm distracted. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to help, uh, help a listener who's emailing me right now, but I think it's going to have to wait until after the show. Sorry about that. Ryan from the home of... The, of the Mud Hens and Walleye. I don't know what that means. Toledo? Yes. In my home league, 22 years old, I have Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin on my team. While I tend to have other options that are fairly close and even in the rankings at both running back and wide receiver, do any of you have concern over starting two players from the same team? I drafted these two and have been playing them basically all year, so I've survived and appear to have a good shot at the playoffs. That would be McLaurin and Gibson. I mean, it obviously comes down to who else you have on your team. You know, in this particular instance, I think, you know, just in, in a vacuum, you'd be pretty happy if you start Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook most weeks, uh, Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson most weeks, you know, players like that. But in the case of these two, you know, the, the game script kind of dictates who's going to be better one or the other. For this week, I have no problem starting both. Most weeks, I have no problem starting both. But if you have other options, I would probably consider benching McLaurin much more so than benching Antonio Gibson. Okay, next email. Again, the email address, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. That is the letter I. This is from Rodney in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hey, Mark, Martha, Alan, Nina, and JJ. I don't have a clue. The only Martha I know one of these. One day, one time, I want to be the one who just jumps right out with the right answer. Yeah, Mark, Martha, Alan, Nina, and JJ. The only Martha I know oh. is... The only Martha I think of is Martha's Vineyard. Well, I think of Martha's 
both Superman and Batman's mothers. Hmm. Martha. Uh, it, it, these are the, uh, I think, original MTV VJs. <coughs> Interesting. Okay. Martha Quinn, Mark Goodman, <laughs> Nina Blackwood, Alan Hunter, and J.J. Jackson. And what about downtown Julie Brown? Some of them, I don't know if she's one of the originals. Some of them were uh, are on Sirius XM. Mark Goodman and Nina Blackwood, and I think Alan Hunter too. Yeah, they're fun. They're good. Okay, the question is, oh who, who are you starting in standard non-PPR 12-team leagues? Uh, pick three of these four. DeAndre Hopkins, Jerry Judy, Hunter Renfro, and Josh Reynolds. Who are you sitting? It's non. I don't want to always answer first. So I'm gonna let Dan go. <laughs> okay, so we're sitting one, Adam. Mm-hmm. And it's Hopkins, Judy, Renfro, and what was the fourth? Josh Reynolds. So I'm locking in Hopkins, regardless of the target share. The rest of these options aren't great in my mind. I think <clears throat> I don't want to say I trust Reynolds right now, so I I think I'm sitting Reynolds. Okay, pick two running backs, non PPR: Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Daryl Henderson, Chase Edmonds. Ooh. I'm gonna go Clyde, um, my boy, who I don't like, but I, I've fallen off the the bandwagon there a bit. But I still think he's the best option of these. And then it's a matter of like, what do you trust? What Sean McVay said last week about how he really wants to get Sony Michelle involved, and Daryl Henderson will still be a little part of the offense. But I don't know if I trust that. I think it's still big a big timeshare, or I'm sorry, a big piece of that backfield will go to Henderson. So I'll go Henderson as well. You'll know because you yeah. have the two guys Monday night, so you just make a decision on. When we get there, you know, so if, if Edmonds is inactive and Henderson's active and playing, then you just play Henderson. Right. If they're both active and we don't have any update, then I would probably lean toward Edmonds, to be honest with you. Rodney also wants to know, what are your thoughts on playoffs involving consolation games? In my leagues, I've used two additional playoff brackets to reduce tanking by awarding draft positions based on finish. The bottom eight teams are reseeded based on points and the bottom four teams play for the first four picks in next year's draft and five for eight play for those picks. Um, yada, yada, yada. So, so it's the winner of the consolation bracket gets the first seat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I have but no didn't he just say that he's leaving five through eight out? So you're actually penalized for finishing no. closer to the playoffs. No, f- the bottom eight teams are, this is, what is this? A 16 team, the 12 team league, the bottom eight teams are reseeded based on points. The bottom four teams play for the first four picks and then the next four yeah. teams play for five through eight. Right. The bottom yeah, so four it's, teams. It's eight. Eight teams get in, right? To the consolation? It sounds like he's saying eight through 12 are playing, or nine through 12 are playing for the first four picks. And then if you're five through eight, you just get. Yeah, the no, next that makes four. sense. So. Why? So four teams get in. Yeah. The, the, the first four, the first, the worst four teams are competing for one through four. And then the next four teams are competing five through eight for draft. Okay. Yeah, sense. it's like NFL draft style. All right. So next, yeah, I like consolation bracket. But here's the thing: what are our what are our waiver wire rules for consolation bracket? Exactly. That's the problem with consolation bracket. It messes with the with the people left in the playoffs from the waivers. Yeah, you could just say you say can't lineups make any are moves. locked. Yeah, lineups are like can't make any moves. Okay. Another option would be you can't make any moves until Saturday or something like that. Well, it's it's also you want people to to make their you want you want their lineups to be right because you don't want somebody to you they want their lineups to be right because you're trying to compete for the top spot, but you know, I think if you if you're locking in their lineups then that should be what it is. 
All right, let's see if you can get this one, Dan. I really hope you can. I mean, this would be so embarrassing if you can't. This is from Cousin Eddie. Dear Clark, Ellen, Audrey, and Russell. Clark, Kent. (laughs) Just stop. This is so embarrassing. Clark, (laughs) Ellen, Audrey, and Russell. Is that Cheers? Frazier? It is Cheers and Frazier, actually. It's very good. (laughs) Now, it's Christmas vacation. Come on, it's vacation. No, I've never seen Christmas vacation. It's vacation, yeah. You've never seen Christmas vacation? Turn on. Hey, I have a a piece of advice for you. Turn on TV this month. You will see Mm -hmm. Christmas vacation. It's terrific. Says the guy who's never watched Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of, you think that it's as bad to have not seen Wolf of Wall Street as Christmas Vacation? You should see, for the amount of times that anyone has seen Wolf of Wall Street, you should have seen Christmas Vacation 10 times. That is how many, uh, it is a movie that you've seen 100. It's one this of those movies. It's actually a pretty fair take by you, so I'm Thank just going to back down. <laughs> Thank <this one>. you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cousin Eddie is in the playoffs, but he wants a first round bye. He, is he starting Antonio Gibson? Oh, no. Is he starting David Montgomery or Saquon Barkley? Half PPR. I am starting. I'll take this first. I'm going to go Barkley in this because I have concerns about if they, I know David Montgomery is cleared despite dealing with three separate injuries, but if the bears are getting blown out in this game, as I think they will, are they going to lean on Montgomery in the second half of that game? That scares me. And I know Barkley's been terrible. And I know the giants have Mike Lennon coming back in here. The chargers defense hasn't been phenomenal at this point. So I would actually go Barkley in this. I would go Barkley as well, despite Adam calling the Chargers the best run defense in the NFL ever. Um, when they're you all think healthy. they're the best run defense in the NFL ever? Yeah, you know, whenever, I, I, whenever I don't know how many healthy, times Adam thinks he, this is the best run defense he's ever seen. I don't know how many times he's going to misquote me. They have, <laughs> they are giving up three point nine yards per carry to running backs in their last six games. That it coincides with Justin jo- starting defensive tackle Justin Jones coming back from an injury. He missed almost the entire first half of the season. So since he's come back, three point nine yards per carry to running backs. Before that, it was probably something like four point. Eight. They were dreadful. They still give up a touchdown every game, but they do not, with him, and now Linval Joseph expected back, they do not have a bad run defense anymore. Adam thinks that the uh, 85 Bears, yeah. the 90, no, sorry, the 2000 Ravens, and the 2021 Chargers are the best defense. <laughs> Don't forget the 2020 Bucks. The 2020 Bucks, that's right. Ariella has never seen Christmas. Thank vacation, you, Ariella. Man. Thank All you. Right. You know? Ariella is six. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get from Chase from a city with There's a big... so much hate for the millennials on here. I think I'm just borderline millennial, and Adam's just out of that. No, I think There's I'm a, a millennial. lot of hate. I think I'm a millennial. Are Chase, you still in that bracket? Yeah. Uh, okay. Chase from a city with a big sign. Hollywood. Probably Hollywood. All right, let's see if you can get this one, Dan. Dear Tony, Steve, Bruce, and Peter. Tony, Steve. It's not football. It's... Movies, it's multimedia. Tony, Steve, Bruce, and Peter. It's not multimedia. I mean, they're all over the place. It's books, it's movies, it's... It's the Avengers. But it's, yeah, I mean, they have everything. All right. Half PBR, Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockhart. uh, Tony Stark. Ah, damn it. I could have gotten that. No, you couldn't have. (sighs) Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockhart. Adam wouldn't have gotten that. (laughs) I got it. I've been reading about Bruce Banner all week. That's a bad mess. All right, come on, guys. Uh, half PPR, Chase, Lockett, or Beckham? Chase, uh, Lockett. Yeah, I think I would lean Lockett, too. Crazy idea. I have both Hawkinson and Kittle in a non-PPR league. Should I start Kittle at tight end and Hawkinson at flex, or should I start one of these guys over Hawkinson? 
Daryl Williams, Jerry Judy, Sony Michelle, non PPR. I mean, Michelle makes the most. Yeah, I still like Michelle there. Okay. Okay, from Chris in Denver, where does the king keep his armies? The king keep his what? His armies. Yeah, it's a joke. I know. I'm trying to king his armies. Uh, (laughs) This is a bad joke. Is it worse than your Tredavious White joke? It's worse than your Tredavious White joke. Uh, in his, if anybody wants to go back and listen to the Friday show, they'll hear your t- terrible Tredavious White joke. I don't even remember. I don't even know what your. Uh, where does the king keep his armies? In his sle- in his sleeves. In his what? His sleeves. Oh, that is a really bad joke. I'm sorry <laughs> yes, to say. It's terrible. All right, start a flex. Ten, Yikes. ten team non PPR: James Robinson, Deontay Foreman, or T Higgins. Non PPR? Yeah. Foreman. Ooh. I think that's the the safest play. I might still go Higgins though. Okay, from Allen. I have a plethora of backup running backs and I need help deciding who to choose. I won't even ask Dan what movie Plethora is from. I wrote on Thursday, so injury news might be different, but pick There's two. A movie that's noted to Plethora? Of course. You just pick up one word and it expects someone to Everyone. know what movie that's from Plethora? Oh, of course. If you've seen the movie, if you've seen Three Amigos. Let's, let's pull the chat. Let's, let's see how many people can dude, just pick up word and then name the movie. Three Amigos, I remember that from Three Amigos. Three Amigos has a hilarious scene all about the word Plethora. It's a very funny scene. This is kind of like with Dodgeball where you have that weird one <laughs> scene you think is funny and no one else does. No, no, no. This is actually, I would argue it's the most, it's the most well-known part of the movie Three Amigos. Goes. Um, pick two. I don't remember and, that well to, to remember. Sorry. Yeah, it's 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 great. Pick two in full PPR. Yeah, in a league of their own. Can you just let no, me read the question? Hold on. Tony Pollard. I haven't seen a lot of movies. Jeff Wilson, Jermichael Hasty, or Sony Michelle. Pick two. Pollard, Hasty, Michelle, and who was the other one? Jeff Wilson. Oh, I think I'm I'm on Wilson Michelle here. I agree. You've never seen a league of their own, huh? No, I'm bad with movies. I'm great with shows, bad with movies. Adam is crazy for the one word scene. No, come thank on. Thank you, thank you, Justin. I'm telling you, it, it, I'm telling you, plethora. A is, lot of people on my side in the chat today. Feels good. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, it's a, a Justin Ariella. Shout out to you guys. Adam, Adam kind of looks like Dusty Bottoms. That is from from that's Chevy Chase's character in Three Amigos. I'll take that. Uh, All right, from Sean. Who do I start in PPR? Give me two running backs and a flex. Let's start with the running backs. Javante, Chuba Hubbard, Daryl Henderson, Zeke. Jamie, give me two. Javante and Zeke. Easy. Same. And a flex. Hubbard, Henderson, Elijah Moore, Cole Beasley. Elijah Moore if he plays, but he may have already been ruled out as we're talking. Um, I saw Emmanuel Sanders in that practice on Friday, which is interesting. That could help Beasley a little bit. So I'll probably go whoever the receiver that's healthy there. More or Beasley. Okay. I agree. This is Nick. Nico Henderson. Should I continue to stash Derrick Henry with the hope he comes back in the fantasy playoffs? Do you have an IR spot? Right. No, he does not. And it comes down to how deep your bench is. If you have five, only five bench, I would say no. If you have a six-man bench or bigger, I'd say yes. Okay. Okay. From Nick. Half PPR, uh, 10 points for a rushing touchdown, Whoa. eight points for a receiving touchdown, 
and six points for a passing touchdown. Okay. All right. Sit one. Barkley, Aaron Jones, Chris Godwin, Marquise Brown, Stefan Diggs, Austin Eckler, and Devontae Adams. Ooh. Boy, I what? answered Nick's question in the email, but I didn't see that weird scoring thing. So it's half PPR, and it's 10 points for a rushing touchdown, eight for a receiving touchdown. You got Barkley, Aaron Jones, Chris Godwin, Marquise Brown, Stefan Diggs, Austin Eckler, and Devontae Adams. Who are you sitting? Marquise Brown for me, for sure. Yeah, Barkley for me. I originally said Barkley, but I, I wonder if Barkley he's... can get a random touchdown in this game. That's kind of so what I was... Marquise Brown. Yeah, I'm going right. to sit Barkley. Probably has a better chance, Marquise Brown. Bar- Barkley has three touchdowns this year. Yeah, right. but he hasn't played that much. Yeah, but he's played well. He's played seven seven healthy games. He has three touchdowns. Mm. Um, okay, so that brings us to a really nice nice round of Fantasy Cops today. Good stuff on the Fantasy Cops questions. So this one comes from Opie. I have an etiquette question. I'm going to pose it two ways to see if it changes your answer. First way, Sunday morning, I noticed that my opponent is starting a player who has been downgraded to out. Should I message my opponent and give them a heads up? What do you guys say? No. I mean, I don't. You playing against Dan? Because that's what Dan does in all of his leagues. That's not (laughs) what I do in all my leagues. One league. No, there's two that I've seen. What's the second one? The The, TQB one. In the auction league. The auction league, uh, did, did that happen? In the, well, first of all, I got stuck with bad. I have no quarterbacks. I can't find a quarterback on the waiver wire who's even starter worthy. Oh, then it's There's okay to not set your lineup. That are starting worthy. What yeah, did that, you say? It's okay to Look not set now, your lineup. There's then. no starting quarterbacks. Well, I looked today. So this happened. I'm not going to message my opponent, so I would say no. No way. Uh, I was playing against Dan, who had Matt Ryan in his starting lineup and left Matt, uh, Patrick Mahomes on his bench. Uh, not that it mattered because the scoring was relatively even. Um but I saw you did that in that league. And then the league you're referencing is the two quarterback league, which yes, there are no quarterbacks available, but I don't think you've made a move in that league in weeks. So you're probably going to keep that league me. next season. Jamie, this is my first year with anything over. Uh, before this year, I had the most I ever done was four leagues. I'm in 12 leagues this year. No, 13 most work. And I just, I'm having trouble. It's no excuse. Play better. I need to regroup. I, there will be some firings that go on in my management. My my front office is in disarray. There's a lot that needs to be discussed this offseason. I agree. I mean, despite the fact you've had a pretty good season, so congratulations to good drafting. But Thank you. Um, but not good management. Yeah. Yeah, here's a screenshot. Whatever. It can't be worse than Adam, who went back-to-back Texans in round six and seven. Here's a screenshot of my matchup with Dan. I don't know if you can see it. No, I don't think Nobody can no one can see it. Bad use of prop. And you're also <laughs> the one who drafts Texans in back-to-back rounds. 114 to 17 in the 2QB league. Yeah, Dan, how's that one league going, Adam, where you drafted four running backs in your first five picks? It's not going well. Miles Derek. Gaskin, Chase no, it was not. Oh it was none God, of them. Miles Gaskin in round four. What a steal! No, it was it was Derek. First of all, I think you're referring to mock drafts. I had a league where I went Henry, Barkley, Robert Woods, Gus Edwards. So that obviously is not going well. Um, all right, so so don't you don't have to tell your friends or you don't have to tell your opponent to, to set his lineup. But here's number two. <laughs> I am the league commissioner, and Sunday morning I noticed that a team is starting a player who has been downgraded to out. Should I message them and give them a heads up? And if yes, then am I obligated to go through every matchup to check lineup so I don't disadvantage one team? Your job as commissioner is not to manage other people's teams unless they are kicked out of the league or have some pressing issue or have asked you for any help. So, you know, this is the point, not just this week, the last few weeks where, you know, oh, I need, 
like I need Adam to beat Dan to get into the playoffs, but Adam's not, or Dan, you know, has, or what, whatever the scenario is, yeah. you know, somebody needs to set their lineup to, to help me get a win. Then you could message that person and say, Hey, set your lineup or help, you know, tell the commissioner, but the commissioner can't be responsible or shouldn't be responsible for going back and checking however many weeks that that person hasn't set their lineup. It's just, it's just not the way to go. So if somebody mm-hmm. sees that and there's evidence of it, then you probably have to replace that fantasy manager next season. Well, remember it happened in our podcast league. We had a manager who just wasn't playing, wasn't making waiver claims, wasn't setting a lineup, and I almost had to replace him. This was week four-ish. I had to write an email to him. He wasn't responding to me either. I had to write another email. I said, hey, man, I, I got I to gotta kick you out of the league. And eventually he came around and he started setting his lineup. Um, but uh, all right, I hope we answered your question. So that brings us to the next Fantasy Cops. I think Dan might get this one. Hey, James, Kirk, Lars, and Cliff. James, Kirk, Lars, and Cliff. Star Trek? Metallica. Lars is always a giveaway. Yeah, yeah. I am in a 12-team. Not a Metallica guy. Yeah, I'm not either, but I know them. I'm in a 12-team league. Going into week 14, I'm tied for third. This week, I play the team that I'm tied with. The top two teams get a week 15 bye. Uh, Myself and my opponent both have a chance to slide into second place. I have two tight ends. Both of them are on bye this week. I really don't want to drop someone on my roster to pick up a streaming tight end. My opponent, remember, they're tied for third place. They're going for the bye. My opponent needs to pick up a defense. I messaged him, and I asked him if he would consider not starting a defense, and I would not start a tight end this week. He agreed. We asked our commissioner what he thought and said it would require a league vote. We were voted against three to seven. No one could really give a good reason why we couldn't do this. What do you guys think? Is this collusion or strategic? It's not hurting anyone else, and we are both tied in the same position. Um, I've done this uh, once or twice where um, you know so I, I see somebody else has a defense not playing. I don't have a defense not playing. Uh, you know, I don't remember the circumstances, but I'm sure they were probably both good defenses or DSTs at the time. Yes, you should not have asked your commissioner. Nobody. <laughs> would Ronald nailed this one. Ronald hit the best. Why would, Why would you, would you ever ask? But it's good integrity. Don't even make it a problem. I don't understand. I don't know. If it, I, this is a tough one. This is a gray area. This is a tough one for you, Adam. It feels Why? wrong, but they're facing each other. Right. Right. And and so what do you think? It's okay. Posing the question, I don't know what the defense okay. scoring is, but the tight end should outscore the defense. So you guys are okay with this? Definitely. Yeah. All right, I guess I'm okay with it. I just think it's you're opening up a can of worms here if you are allowing two managers to coordinate. And this is this feels a little bit like collusion because what if they were doing this in a way where they were both in fifth and sixth place and they agreed to some type of lineup move that was going to keep the seventh place team from it advancing. Help, it doesn't help them because it puts less points on the board. I guess, but I just think in general... The only two, teams that two are at a managers, are the, the two of them themselves. Right. The two managers, two managers committing to you know working together to make lineup changes. I just think is wrong. But all right, we'll let it stand. But I I, I think though, I mean, I just played the music. Come on, playing you off here. All right, when we come back, uh, we're gonna get Dan's top ten TV comedies. I'm gonna go ahead and send Jamie my guess on his list right now and we will read your Apple podcast question when we come back on fantasy football today should you ever set foot outside of the hotel you will be shot don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller 
For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Welcome back, everybody, to Fantasy Football Today, our Saturday mailbag. All right, so Dan's got his top 10 TV comedies, and here is me sending my list to Jamie of my guesses. And you are up. Go ahead, Dan. All right, hot takes will come eventually, not to start. I'm going to start with the show that started it all in my mind and led to a lot of what will be in my top five. This one comes in at 10. You're definitely not going to have guessed this. It's the Larry Sanders show. I don't know oh, if you guys have seen it. You had told me that. Incredible yeah. show. Yeah, so and, you don't know the Konami code, but you know the, the Larry Sanders show. Yes, okay. I do, because the Larry Sanders show, for those who haven't seen it, if you like some of the other things I'll have ranked high in this list, I don't want to spoil it, check out the Larry Sanders show because it led to a lot of these comedies in my mind. Coming in at nine, and I'm so happy it's coming back for another season. It's Party Down. Only a couple seasons. A lot of people don't know it. Incredibly funny show that was on Stars. As a lot of the actors you love today, great show. Never heard of That's it. number nine. All right. Number eight, Modern Family. Oh. Very fun show. Wholesome. A lot of funny moments, though. Like, really good writing that comes together in a lot of the episodes. Underrated show. Coming in at seven, we got Community. Have you heard of that, Adam? I, yes. Dude, the, uh, the um, what is it? Like, the paint the paintball episodes. Amazing. There are, are comedy gold. Yeah, community. Some of these really episodes good. are comedy gold. I like this. The one I liked the the best was the one where they kept rolling the dice, and there was a different outcome that happened. And then finally, the last one is Troy walking in, and the place is on fire. So I don't remember. Community that. comes in at seven. Okay. Number six is Rick and Morty, and for some reason, Adam likes Community but doesn't like Rick and Morty, though it's written by the same person. I like Rick and, and the Morty. The jokes are it's very fine. Fun. It's fine. It's fine. It's a. It's fine. I laugh. This is a little, okay. you really, I mean, you really need like a pen and paper if you're watching Rick and Morty. There's just, it's too smart for me. Go ahead. Well, a show that's even smarter and you need even more of a pen and paper. You might need an actual Google sheet up or a Google doc up. Coming in at five is Veep, which fires off at you maybe <laughs> three jokes every five seconds in that show. Three insults every five seconds. Hilarious show, Veep. Okay. Number four, Arrested Development. Classic. All right. All right. And here comes a hot take. Coming in at three, Parks and Recreation, which I stand by, is a much considerably funnier and better show than The Office, yeah, the that's American version of The Office. So, so wrong. But it's I such a correct take. Do, it's beyond belief. The Office has like made it. two consistently funny characters, and one is the funniest character on either show. I'll give him that, Michael. But then there's Dwight, who's consistently funny. And after that, you're running low. Like Creed has some funny moments, I guess. All of them have some funny moments, but you don't have the scope of what Parks has. Parks has like five to seven characters who are funny every episode. It also has the best guest characters. And okay, like, all right. Uh, you know what? I can I can buy that argument, but basically, you have you're like the Office has Tom Brady, and Parks and Rec has 
Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Evan no, Ingram. They, they, these guys are better. They're like Andy and and Ron are better characters than those than the people you just mentioned. They're in the Aaron Rodgers. You know, some you can even say Andy Dwyer was a young Justin Herbert coming up, and now he's made his way through Hollywood. Like, I can't believe I left that like, off. I can't believe I left that off my my guess guest list. Yeah, that's All an right. easy three, and then one and two. I feel like this one could be obvious to some people who have listened or know me. Now, the order of these two is interesting. They used to be flipped for me. Number two is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Number one is Seinfeld. It used to be the opposite because I felt like Curb made me laugh more than Seinfeld, even though I thought Seinfeld's writing was tighter. But after rewatching both a lot recently before I go to sleep, I think Seinfeld's making me laugh a lot. So Seinfeld, better writing and funny, both amazing shows. And I will argue to the death that those who tell me, oh, I don't like Seinfeld. I don't like Curb. I don't like this humor. It's not for me. I hate to say it, but, and this is going to sound mean, I think it's just a little bit above your head. It's <laughs> not funny. It's just going to be oh, on. Oh, man. No, I, okay, well, I'm not going to go that far. That's very funny. I got five of them. I got, I my thoughts for you was 10 Family Guy. Remember, this Ugh. is not my list. This is, oh, this is Dan. Family Guy. Have you seen the South Park episode where the manatees just destroy of course, the entire humor? The balls, One of the of course. worst show. That That's way off my list. All right, 10 Family Guy, 9 Veep, 8 South Park. I don't know how that didn't make your list. Uh, 7 New Girl, 6 The Office, 5 oh. Eastbound and Down, and then I started cleaning up a little bit. 4 Curb, 3 Rick and Morty, 2 Arrested Development. I really thought you were going to have that. And it was, 1 it was hot. Seinfeld. Oh you, had, oh, you had it. Yeah, you had it four. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I got number one. I got five. You got a lot. Yeah. Jamie, what are your top five? Um, I don't know. I haven't given much thought. Seinfeld, definitely. You like Friends. Um, You're a Friends guy. I'm a Friends guy. Uh, uh, do you like Friends? Because like Friends is more of like the dramedy. Do you like it overall, or do you think it's like legit one of the funniest shows? I don't think it's oh, one it's of the funny. funniest shows. I just like the show. Okay. The Office um, is funny. The, the Office, well, I mean, for me, it's Simpsons. Simpsons, South Park are probably. No, Simpsons, Office, Seinfeld. Yeah, there's, it's a. It's tough. It's a mix. Top well, five like is cartoons, You're good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, somehow doesn't like Rick and Morty. I, it's not that I don't like it. I don't know, man. It's a good list. It's a good, I can't believe I forgot about both Modern Family and Parks and Rec. They're great. Never seen Cheers, I, I assume. No, but actually, Adi has been telling me it's one of the funniest shows of all time, and I'm missing Cheers, out Cheers would be on my list. He's a huge Cheers fan. Yeah, I think the hot take might be Taxi is better than Cheers. What do you think, Taxi? Them. I don't, I've never even heard of Taxi. <laughs> you should see the cast. I've seen Taxi Driver. I've not, that's a great movie. I've never heard of Taxi. The, you know. the cast of Taxi is amazing. Just please one thing, Adam. Don't tell me you like Frasier, because that, to me, just stands alone is one of the worst developed shows like what that show is just about some rich guy who lives in new york it's like unbelievable like so out of time no, I, you, the thing about fraser dan is that he lives in seattle, he lives in seattle oh it's yeah. seattle i just felt i've never seen it but it's just like about a rich guy you've never seen it it's very funny the thing about fraser time with that show. the reason why you don't like it is because it's a little over your head you're not yeah. <laughs> well said. Well said. all right one more question here from apple podcast gambino mafia Start two in PPR, Elijah Moore, Amari Cooper, Darnell Mooney. Obviously, you're uh, going to sit more if he's out, but if more plays, more Cooper, Mooney. More and Cooper. Yeah. Even though I think Mooney could be sneaky with fields back, but still still, still going the same pick. And same pick a tight end if Darren Waller's out. Tyler Conklin. Oops. Foster Moreau, Evan Ingram, or Cole Komet? 
I'll go Komet. I'm going to go Ingram because I do like how Freddie Kitchens has been using Ingram, especially last game. Obviously, the Giants didn't generate that much offense for him to be some kind of great play, but they're using him more vertically, so I'm going to go Ingram. All right, my official top five TV comedies. Yeah, let's hear it. Definitely Simpsons 1. I'm going to go with The Office 2. South Park 3. Arrested Development 4. And... Huh. No Seinfeld? You're going to get Seinfeld in there or Curb? I'm going to take... I think you're just doing this just to spite me. At this Family point. Guy 5. Uh, even though it became uh, it became the truly worst show I've ever seen, but uh, I can't when it was you'd good, ever put Family Guy over Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't get excited to watch Seinfeld. Seinfeld's painful, on. Painful I, even here. I don't. I don't want. I don't seek out Seinfeld. Didn't you see? What do you agree with the South Park episode where it's just literally yes just unravels the entire writing of Family Guy? Yeah, it's really really true. But the first few seasons, maybe five seasons of Family Guy, are laugh out loud choking to death i'm laughing so hard funny it's that good seinfeld mm-hmm. never gets me to laugh that hard i don't think okay but you know it's easier when you're crude like family guy yeah okay good show guys boy jacob gibbs is gonna be pissed off at me he's been waiting uh hop on over to fft in five and uh we'll talk to you there we got some advanced stats with jacob gibbs if you're watching on youtube just Head on over there. Um, And thanks so much, everybody, for watching and listening. Have a great weekend. Make the playoffs. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.